So when you teach a math and English class, things are pretty much laid out as to what you need to teach. So I'm a little concerned about taking the test tomorrow. That's why I'm rolling it to Monday. Because lie and lay, may and can, let and leave, sit and set are way back in your memories from a few months ago. You teach pretty much every lesson and the content is laid out lesson by lesson and sequential. When you go to science, if I look at a book like this from Obeka, 7th, 8th grade level, there's just many lessons of course and thousands of facts. So my cells are microscopic, algae cells are microscopic. It's made up of cell, 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 and they're all the same. So what should you require your students to know? Well, I think you have a few options. I think it's a good idea, especially for new teachers, to look ahead, see what's on the quizzes and tests, and teach accordingly, because that's fair to the students. And to tell a student, well, test is coming up, what do we need to know? Uh, you just better know sort of everything. Well, that's not fair to the student. Nobody knows everything. So to teach by the test, I think is a good option. You highlight maybe what is on the test and emphasize that to the students. One thing I've enjoyed doing is creating learning maps and I would not suggest a teacher to try to do a few of these a year. I've done one a year for a number of years. This year I'm doing another one because I'm teaching this new book. So what I do instead of teaching by the test is I decide what is important in each lesson. And so I create a little learning map and it's basically a different layout for an outline. So we have the title, of the lesson and sort of reach out from there, go out from there in various ways. It's not an exact way of doing it, of course, but for example here, uh, first lesson, so I came up here and said anatomy, the definition, physiology, the definition, and just core concepts, which we can call the irreducible minimum. And so if it's on this page from this lesson, the student knows that this is what they need to know for quizzes and future tests. If it's not on here, but was in the book, interesting information, of course we often talk about it, but it's not considered information that they need to know. So I create this per lesson, sometimes it takes two days to cover it, photocopy it. There's times where I have blanks, where I tell them then what to fill in, because I don't want any mistakes on this, because I'm going to quiz and test all for this. Then we do a lot of oral quizzes, one or two a week, and then test as well would all come off of here. So I'm not using the book tests at this point. I would be making up my own tests, which of course, again, you don't want to be doing three sets of work like this. Students seem to enjoy it. I think it's just a little more visual. Uh, sometimes you can uh, kind of connect information this way. So we have arthropods here, down to insects, and then different facts about insects. And so it ties into this note in particular. Up here, insects and other arthropods, and then branching from there. So, I don't follow an exact pattern. There's a lot of flexibility, of course. Teachers can make it like they want. Sometimes I don't use circles, and I just have information um, surrounding the circle, but not laid out quite as much like this here. I didn't use circle. It's, it kind of gets messy, a little more detail here, but still quite a few blanks for the students to fill in. So one thing I think students enjoy about that, they then are given a few highlighters. They have some restrictions, but most of them, if not all of them, have their books highly marked up. And some of them will say, well, pink is always for definitions. And so the student, if they're that organized, will then know, as I flip, pink is always for definitions or green is for definitions. Most probably don't do that. They simply get highlighters out. I do restrict them to two or three colors 
and they may not do other decorating work whatsoever. They're supposed to stay with uh, obviously the content and highlight it. I think it just makes it more visual. It's a little more engaging, a little more interactive. Sometimes they'll say on a quiz, oh, I know where that node is. It's highlighted in pink. It's in the top left hand of my uh, page and they can't think maybe of the, the information, but it shows that that visual thing um, does, does help them memorize I think a lot better. So I call it the irreducible minimum. It's a summary of the lesson. It's simply another way of doing an outline. Maybe a little more visual. Still has a lot of flexibility. I'm not trying to worry about do I have a Roman numeral one and a two and an A and a B parallel form. It, it allows me a lot of flexibility to simply pick out what I decide is important. They know they need to know this. And so when they go to study for quizzes and tests, this is the core of the curriculum. And then I test and quiz accordingly. For more free resources that support teaching and learning, visit the docforlearning.org.